0: I wanted to let you know that I made you a freebie. I really selfishly needed it for myself. I wanted to organize my thoughts about things that I know that when I do them, they increase my productivity, they keep me focused, they keep me on track, but I don't always remember about them or I'm not consistent with them. So I want to put them in one place and use it visually, which is what I recommend you do, whether you're going to screenshot it or download it and print it out, put it somewhere. So I created a list of 10 productivity hacks for stay-at-home moms, I reviewed this list, even though I titled it that, and I really think that every mom could benefit from it. And especially just if you're not staying at home during the week, these are tips you could employ on the weekends as well. So you can check that out by visiting the description of this podcast episode if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or you can just go over to the link in my Instagram bio It also is a pop-up on my website this month over at healthycatholicmoms.com. So again, you can go just grab that little download, 10 Productivity Hacks for the State Home Mom. Welcome to the Healthy Catholic Moms podcast, where we make moving and nourishing our bodies a priority so that we not only fulfill our vocations, but excel in our callings. I'm Brittany Pearson, a Catholic wife, mom, and personal trainer And I'm here to help you build healthy habits that actually fit your life. I am here to teach you how to get the results that you want and maintain the results that you want without spending hours at the gym or meal prepping all weekend long. I understand, I am right here with you, getting my workouts done in the nooks and crannies of time, looking up recipes while nursing babies and trying to prioritize my own health amidst everything else going on. But I have really good news for you. You can get the results you want in less time without doing hours of cardio and restrictive dieting, I am going to teach you how to use strength training and eating in a macro balanced way to get you feeling so good in your skin, full of energy and strong to carry out your life. Okay? <laughs> On this podcast, we'll delve into how to lose fat in a simple, sustainable way, what your workouts and nutrition should look like during different seasons of life, like during pregnancy and postpartum times. We'll also discuss healthy, quick meals and how to get them on the table, make food that kids will actually want to eat, mom hacks for making your day run more smoothly, and so much more. All the while, with continuous encouragement to stay the course and live with discipline. This is a place where we're striving to steward our bodies well in order to joyfully serve. I am so happy you're here. Let's dive in. friends. I hope you are loving today's episode. And I just want to interrupt quickly to let you know if you are not satisfied in your current workouts, if you are kind of just pulling up random YouTube videos to do them, or you're not really seeing progress, or you're not in a great groove currently, I want to invite you to come try out our Chasing Greatness group. This You can try it out totally free. So get that out there first. You can come check out everything about it It's going to take care of your not really following a plan problem, okay? You'll get a whole plan every single month, a brand new plan that focuses a little bit on a a different area of fitness. So some months we're more focused on getting stronger. Some months we're focused on getting lean. Some months we're more focused on getting flexible, okay? So every single month we prioritize strength training. There's HIT usually involved. You have all these pre-recorded videos. You just press play and go or we can do the PDFs if that's more your style, but it's more than that. So together, because it is a community of women, we communicate on Slack, we communicate on Facebook. We, I have little challenges here and there where I, you know, pose something to you, <laughs> like hitting your water targets and then having a winner, having drawing. So we really try to keep it fresh and keep you motivated all year long and not just focusing on one thing all year long or pulling up the same video. We've got all the exercise modalities represented. So you'll get your full body work, you'll get your single-sided work, all of that and more. And the best part is it's all like-minded women. So we also have a religious component every single month. This month we were focusing on the Holy Family, talking about ways that we can enhance that in our own homes and sharing the litany of the Holy Family, those kinds of things. There's recipe inspiration, just so much that I can't even really do it justice in this little clip. So if you'd like to try it out, again, it's the Chasing Greatness Group over on HealthyCatholicMoms.com. You can go to the Work With Me page or you can use the link in my Instagram bio. Try it absolutely free for two weeks. Now, one caveat I want to let you know about is if you are looking for really in-depth nutrition coaching, save that for the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. All right, you're going to want to start there if you're needing a little bit more hand-holding through the nutrition piece. In the Chasing Greatness group, we assume that you have already gone through that and or just have a really great background in nutrition already. All right, ladies, I would love to see you in there. Hey, beautiful ladies, how are you? I hope you're having a wonderful day, whatever you're up to right now. I am sitting down with my second cup of coffee and my baby strapped to me sleeping, probably snoring into the microphone. So enjoy that. And I'm super excited to chat with you about how to lose fat without dieting. This is absolutely paramount, honestly groundbreaking, life-changing. I can't say enough about it. This is the foundation of basically everything I teach today here, wrapped up in one little episode with a bow on top. So um, at time recording this, I'm just recording this a little bit ahead in January. And we, I just did this as a live workshop just last week. And this is one of those topics that I can forget is groundbreaking to people. So I'm so used to, yeah, this is just the way that you lose fat and this is the way that everyone should eat and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I have been doing it for 12 plus years. So it does get a little bit not stale to me. Obviously, I'm super passionate about it, super excited about it. But I falsely assume sometimes that we're all already understanding this. And I might have some newer listeners to the podcast who have never heard about this way of eating before, who, you know, are checking out different diets, doing kind of more an on-again, off-again thing. That's what typically a diet is, means that you're doing something for a short period of time. I just looked up the definition according to Oxford Languages a couple weeks ago when I was doing that live uh, workshop or webinar, and it gave the definition, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but it was a restrictive way of eating for a short amount of time. Something like that. Restricting was in the definition. And that I am just not a fan of. I am a fan of sustainability and something you can live with, something that can fit your lifestyle that is not the opposite of restrictive, okay? There's also no magic unicorn, so I'm not going to tell you just eat whatever you want and that will work because some of us have tried that and that doesn't work. That usually is what gets us running to the diets. So I'm kind of going to debunk a couple things and just hold your hand walk you through how you truly, this is not a gimmick, okay? That's like the first thing I said <laughs> in our webinar our live workshop is, this is, you know, real. It works. And this is what I've done for for years and years and years. I just said about like 12 years of myself practicing it, first of all. Okay. That's how I first got to the body composition and body weight and the size and whatever that I wanted to before kids, before my wedding, et cetera. That's when I, you know, kind of first did this and got there. But then I, since then, if you're a new listener, I just had my fourth child. And after every baby, I've been able to get back to, you know, my pre-baby weight, my pre-body fat, pre-baby body fat, all that good stuff just by doing this rinse and repeat. So I'm not doing a crash diet. Like this is just the norm. This is what I do all the time. And then, you know, so, some seasons I'm a little more lenient. Some seasons I'm a little tighter. I talk about that kind of stuff here on the podcast where. I'm really down with the, uh, not only the calendar seasons, but then also the liturgical seasons. I'm totally okay with gaining a couple pounds. It's not going to be all of fat, but just gaining a couple pounds of bloat over the holiday season when we're celebrating, because I know it's coming off again in Lent when I'm more in a sacrificial season and things like that. So that aside, fluctuations are normal, you know, five pound throughout the year, totally normal but I've been able to sustain like my body fat does not jump up, jump down, whatever. There's no dieting. Okay. So like I said, I'm fired up about it because I just saw light bulbs go off for people in that free workshop where I'm thinking, oh yeah, not everybody knows this. I've got to talk about it on the podcast again, because those of you who do know it, this is still a great refresher. And sometimes we just need to hear it. I'm the same way. I need to hear something like, oh yeah, I did know that, but I've kind of strayed away from that. And for some of you, this might be totally brand new. So I'm going to try to make this very simple and as uncomplicated as I can. That's always my goal is to break it down for you. And I don't mean to be patronizing or insulting in any way, but I want to make it simple because I don't like if I go to the mechanic and he's trying to explain to me like, yeah, then this is the pistons and this is firing because I'm like eyes glazed over. Like, just tell me what this means for me when I drive. Is it going to clunk or is it not like, are we good? And that's what I'm trying to do for you because many of you have, probably all of you, would say you have a lot on your plate and you have full lives and you don't need to necessarily learn a whole complex system. But hopefully this I can just explain this to you in a way that makes sense and that it gives you something tangible to be able to do. Now, I will already say at the beginning here, I have a ton of free resources to help you with this. Just go to my website. I have free downloads. You can email me, Brittany at Healthy Catholic Moms, if you're not finding them, and you'll be able to walk away from this episode ready to put something into action, okay? So how to lose fat without dieting? You need to, in a nutshell, get your what you are eating balanced out. So all calories are not made equal. This is why if you have been counting calories and you're not seeing success or you have in the past, a calorie... One calorie is not the same as another calorie. So what I mean is a calorie from an apple even, healthy, we'll go with a healthy item. Calorie from an apple is not the same as a calorie from a steak, okay? There are macronutrients involved here. Macronutrients are your carbs, your fat, your protein, and alcohol actually is its own category of macronutrient. So very, very simply to see success with fat loss, you need to make sure you're eating the right amounts of each category. So say you are eating 1,700 calories or 2,000 calories or 2,300 calories, whatever your body needs, and we'll get to how you can figure that out, okay? Stay with me. It's not just 2,300 calories of whatever or 1,700, whatever numbers I said of, you know, any kind of food. That would be calorie counting. That it does not work in the fat loss realm, okay? Because if you're already eating that way, it's just going to sustain what you're currently doing. Okay? So that's probably if you're eating say we'll go with that we'll go with 2000 cuz it's a nice even number. Say you're eating 2000 calories daily right now and you really don't know what that breakdown's looking like. If you continue doing that, you're going to probably maintain the physique you have. Here is the best part. You can lose fat without dieting because without even changing that overall that top line number 2000 Just by changing what categories you're eating from, you can actually see fat loss and see your body composition change. I know it sounds too good to be true. If I hadn't seen hundreds of women do this successfully, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, it does sound too good to be true. So this is great news, especially even for those of you who are postpartum and who are breastfeeding, who are concerned about not wanting to be in a calorie deficit or cutting calories, in other words because of your milk supply. I'm raising my hand over here because that's me right now. I'm five weeks bouncing on this ball. You probably hear me bouncing <laughs> with my baby strapped to me. Knowing right now, um, I'll probably do an episode on this. I, some of you might be interested. I kind of always keep a timeline in the notes app on my phone just so I can share this kind of stuff with you guys. And I I got to pull it all up to have the right amounts here. But I know that um, right now I'm less than 10 pounds away from kind of my normal rest weight. So I'll just get real with the numbers. Now, numbers fluctuate for everybody. I sit between 140 and 145. So um, even the year I got pregnant, at my leanest, I was 140. That was like September. And then I had weighed myself, like I just mentioned, after the holidays, which is when I got pregnant somewhere in February, I think. Um, I think I found out in March, so that makes sense probably. But um, I had in my phone that it, somewhere in like September, I was 140 because I wanted to get lean for that race. I had just done a race. I think I was coming off that. And then, um, yep, that was 2021. I was down at like 140 and a, a good body fat. And then I was still a good body fat and just at my 145 when I got pregnant around... Uh, February. So right now at time of recording, five weeks postpartum, I'm right around 153. So I know that I have at least the 10 pounds to lose, but I'd like to lose about 13-ish. And again, caring more about body fat to be back to like my leanest. I That's a whole nother conversation. That's postpartum weight loss and fat loss conversation because I know it's going to take time. I do breastfeed. Typically, I am currently right now and I have uh breastfed my three previous kids to a year. So we'll see what happens with this guy. But um, that's usually my basic trajectory. And I am that wonderful breed that holds on to body fat while I breastfeed. So just sharing that with you, because hopefully that encourages you listening to this. Maybe you have 10 pounds to lose, maybe a 15, maybe you feel like you have 30 plus, 80 pounds, whatever, whatever mountain you're kind of staring down that made you click on this episode and think, yes, I do have body fat to lose or I do have weight to lose. I want you to know that it Can be done this way, and that I myself am going to and am doing exactly what I'm talking about right now. I will also be honest, I have not been actually doing this very well for five weeks because I did have my baby December 5th and it has been the holiday season. And as much as I would love to fit back in all my jeans, I also wanted to enjoy the holiday season and enjoy the nice cocktails that I wasn't allowed to have, (laughs) all of that. So I am kind of in that January camp this year of like, yeah, catch you in January, which. Again, I'll try to cut this tangent short, but it was very well timed with the fat loss challenge this week, this year, because I do an eight week, um, simple sustainable fat loss program that was starting January fifteenth. So at time of recording this, this is before it, but I think this is the perfect time to just really do the program right along with my participants and then see what happens with my results. But, anyways, back to you and how this works and why I went on that tangent. Was this is effective for people who are worried about not cutting calories because just by changing your categories, sometimes you actually naturally l- start limiting your calorie intake and get to that deficit. So let me explain real quick. If you were at 2,000 calories, and we have to determine it, okay? So the first step, and I have a free download to let you know about this, how to walk through this, because I know I move quickly and go on tangents, and that doesn't help. But <laughs> the first thing you would do to even determine, if you're like, Brittany, I have no idea if I eat 2,000, I have no idea if I ate 1,700, I don't know where I'm at. Right. The first thing you would need to do is gather that data. So I would have you log in an app. I have my ladies use the free version of my fitness MyFitnessPal. And this is, again, what we do in the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. And this, uh, this round would still be going, but the next round would come up in April, just so you know if you're curious about having help with that. Um, You would start with just logging what you're eating. So we get that good average of how many calories you're taking in. Then from there, I tweak your targets. So if I see that you were eating 50% carbs, 30% fat, and 20% protein, I'm going to play with that and make sure first and foremost, you're getting high protein. That tweak alone usually takes care of a multitude of sins. (laughs) And I don't really mean sins, but you get the expression where protein is satiating. It makes you fuller for longer. If you were eating higher carb before, or even like higher fat, which fat is satiating too, but say you were eating a higher carb diet, like in that 50%, you know, 50% of your overall calorie intake was going to carbs. You probably felt hungry a lot more often because your body was using up those carbs quickly or storing it as fat. The great news about protein is protein does not get stored as fat. So even if you were overeating protein, you, it's not going to store as fat. So here's the thing. This is why you can, without totally you know, cutting your calories, which is what a lot of people think. They think, I need to lose fat, so I'll cut my calories. I'll burn less than I'm doing. the The what you're eating, the quality of those calories matters much more than the quantity because once you look at the quality, the quantity takes care of itself hear me again when I say that. If you're looking at, okay, I have to get in, say, 120 grams of protein every day, that looks like you're going to need to eat some eggs. You're going to need to eat some chicken breast. You're going to need to eat some steak. You're going to need to eat some Greek yogurt, whatever. I'm trying to add some more non-meat options if you're not super into steak, which I'm sorry if you're not super. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Shrimp, salmon, whatever floats your boat protein-wise. Okay, lots of things have protein, as you will see when you do this you only have so much room to eat other foods. So then, yes, I do want you to eat your carbs. I do want you to eat your fat. But there's truly only so much you can eat in a day. And it all it becomes that the first thing I hear is, oh, my goodness, I'm actually so full eating this way. The next thing I hear is usually I think we might actually have to lower my overall calorie number a little bit because I am so full. So therefore, we might lower calories, which was not, we didn't start there. We didn't start with cutting calories, but just because that's your body has now figured out what it actually needs and it's putting those calories to work. So even the postpartum mom who is breastfeeding, if you're eating enough good quality calories, again, quality can you know determines the quantity sometimes, your milk supply is not going to go down. If say say before you were eating, 2,000 calories of Triscuits and popcorn and pretzels and all these empty carb-type foods, you might have felt like you needed the 2,000 calories because those were not very filling, right? Think about like when you tell a kid not to snack before dinner because you're like, you don't want to ruin your appetite. You don't want them to fill up on crackers and chips and cheese puffs. You want them to eat the sustenance. You want them to eat the good nutrient-dense food. So what happens is a lot of times when we prioritize that nutrient dense food, it weeds out the extras. We we literally don't have the space to take it in. I was just I I just mentioned this with my coaching client this morning, and I to her I said I just talked about this with my husband about a week ago. So it originated in a conversation with my husband where I like the approach of looking at what can I what do I have to fit in today versus oh I shouldn't eat that or I can't eat that. Right. Overall, I also teach. That no food is off the table. Like, if I, I teach that you should eat 80% whole, clean, nutrient dense food and 20% treats. So, if you want to make Fritos your 20%, that's great. Have them sparingly. It's obviously not the best food for you. It's pretty highly processed, but that could work in there some of the time. It's not going to kill you. Okay. If you want to make it a donuts, pizza, whatever, then your 20% is up to alcohol. Okay. Now, the 80% has got to be good, clean, nutrient-dense food. I'm not talking anymore about like macro targets. I don't want you to confuse that. When I mentioned 50% carbs, this, that, that's still kind of its own thing. So you start with getting your overall calorie target. Then you would set your targets for carbs, fat, and protein. Now I'm saying in that carbs, fat, and protein that you're trying to hit, you should eat mostly quote unquote, better for you or what you would consider healthy foods. I hope that makes sense. And then the 20% will be the treats and stuff. So I was chatting with my husband about how um, it really end of third trimester and then big, this whole fourth trimester so far, like this postpartum time, I have been trying to drink greens powder and bone broth daily. And there was one night where I was going to ask my husband if he wanted to have a glass of wine when we put the kids to bed. We try to kind of reserve that for weekends. And I think it was a Friday night or something. And I was like, oh, good. I'm going to ask Ben if he wants wine tonight. Da, da, da. We have this really good red wine. And it was like 730 and I hadn't had my greens or my bone broth yet. And you might be hearing that and be like, well, Bernie, I would have just had the wine. That is fine. But I really try to take a zero options mentality into things and say, no, this was a goal that I set. I've been sticking with it. It is a habit. I do have a system for it. I just have dropped the ball on doing it earlier today. I know I need to do it. so." I've got to do that first. So now it's 7.30 at night and I've got to have greens powder and I've got to have bone broth, which I don't drink together. So I was like, you know what? At this point, like I'm probably not going to get the wine in because it's kind of weird to drink the wine after all that. I would think my stomach will be like, what is going on? So guess what? The good stuff crowded out the not so great stuff. Now, does that mean I'm never gonna going to have wine again? No, it does not. It probably means the next day I got my stuff together and I had my greens and my bone broth earlier in the day so that I could suggest us having a glass of wine or whatever. I think actually even that exact night, he did have a glass of wine. And then I just sat there with my bone broth. But I, and I didn't care. It's more important to me. You might not be at this point, um, I guess, with like, I don't want not mental toughness, whatever it is. It's kind of just sticking to it, sticking to your principles here, where I actually didn't mind. I sat there thinking like, good, I'm, I'm following through on what I said I was going to do. And I'd rather do that than you know, have the wine and feel guilty about it. And it did make me get my stuff together the next day. There's a little side nugget for you today. Think again to your kids, if what you would tell your kids, you wouldn't be like, well, mom told you that you could have computer time after chores. You didn't do your chores, but you know, still have your computer time. You would not do that. You would say, well, tomorrow, maybe you'll be more diligent getting your chores done. And then you can have computer time. Simple as that. So anyways, when we are focusing on getting the good in, I'm going to kind of walk through these steps again because I know it's been a little bit of a bumpy roadmap here. Step one, you would figure out your total calories. Step two, you would set your macro targets. So you are going to lose fat without restricting, without cutting calories. You are just going to change the quality of your calories. Okay, you're going to make sure you're eating adequate protein and you're eating a good balance of carbs and fat. So where are you getting that from? That's where I have a free resource for you. It's over on my website. And sometimes my pop-up changes. I try to keep it fresh for you guys, but I always keep this free download on there because it's a popular one. Should be right on the homepage. It's going to say like free macro download or figure out my macros, something like that. It's right at the top. And you can put in your email and get this PDF that will walk you through exactly these steps of, it will say, like first track for at least a week, second, set your protein to this number of grams personalized to you, this number of et cetera. Then you're going to just do that for a couple of weeks until you figure out what is the best balance for your body by how your results are coming. This is exactly what we do in the eight-week program, the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program. The, The perk of doing the program versus trying to do this on your own and bootstrap it is it does sometimes take some outside influence and experience to look at your food logs and make tweaks because once you set those macro targets, they're not set in stone. Like I just mentioned, I get the emails, the follow-up emails that say, okay, but now I'm too hungry. Okay, but now I'm too full. More often than that. Okay, but I cannot eat this many carbs, so I think I need to switch the carbs and fat a little bit. So it's nice to have someone to guide you through this who knows what they're doing, Um but again, you can try it solo. That's why I'm letting you know about it today. And then from there, yes, your calories might come down a bit because you are just eating that nutrient-dense food and it's more filling. And this is where it's really hard to, if you're a person who struggles with overeating, um, not necessarily emotional eating, because that's kind of a, a different topic, but say you struggle usually with overeating, You're probably just underfed in the right categories. Nine times out of 10, when a client tells me they have a problem snacking at night and or even throughout the day, but let's stick with night. It's a lot of females have this trouble at night and they think they just don't have self-discipline or whatever, fill in the, the blank there. A lot of times it's because they are not eating enough in the day and specifically enough protein in the day. And there's research that shows this is a little bit more nitty gritty into the how many grams and what at each meal. And we do get more into this in the program. But research does show that 30 grams of protein at breakfast helps you not to overeat throughout the day. So that first meal is super important. And just making sure you get the right amount of protein all day long is important. Making sure you get adequate fats. Like I said, it is satiating. And then carbs have their place. I am not anti-carbs at all. I love carbs. And that has its place too. we just got to make sure we are balanced out. Now, if all of that just stressed you out, and you thought, Brittany, like, I don't want to put in all these numbers. You could just think of it visually. This is, you will lose fat without dieting. If you look at each plate before you, while you make your meals, while you prep a snack and you fill it half with vegetables and then with a carb, fat, and a protein, you know, just being, it's hard to know what those, can, like what your um, servings of carbs and fat should look like without plugging the numbers. But even if you just put a little carb portion, a little fat portion, a good amount of protein, and a good amount of greens at every meal, that's also, go- that's a great start. You could see progress just there without crunching the numbers if you're a little bit stressed out by the numbers game. Now, I will say too, the trajectory of this for it's always my goal for myself, for clients, et cetera, is to start with the number awareness and then be able to do this on your own so that you are not crunching these numbers forever. You're not logging your food forever. You're just becoming aware of, oh, I need about 70 grams of fat a day. And I know that if I eat one whole avocado and some peanut butter and I cook with olive oil at dinner, that's going to be about my fat for the day. I know that now because I've seen the numbers. I've plugged it in. So if I want to have that, uh, scoop of peanut butter, but I also want to add in, uh, I need another fat quick cheese. I'm going to be having a charcuterie board later. I should probably not do my avocado today. I'll have to save that for another day. You know, it helps you make those pick and choose choices where you're eating whole real foods. You're not restricting your calories you just get a feel for what plunks into each category. Now, I help you with this too in the program where I give you a cheat sheet that shows you foods that are carbs, foods that are protein, foods that are fat. So as you plan your day and you get familiar with this, you can just kind of plunk it in. Now, again, to encourage you, this is what I did 12 years ago. I did it for maybe six months. I logged. I got to where I wanted to be. I stopped logging. The only time I ever logged again after doing this initially and learning what foods consisted of, I checked in with it after my first child because after I weaned him, I kind of wanted to see where my calories were just at overall. It was very hard to, my appetite was so high. Like, let's see where I need to bring this down to. I have not even done that after babies two, three, and then currently, you know, with baby number four, I have not even gone back to physically logging. So this is a skill that once you learn it, you are able to back away from it and just swap foods in and out. Now, I just know I can look at a buffet table and say, all right, for my body, I cannot have the piece of pizza and the pie and the beer and the whatever. I'm going to need to like scale back on some of those carbs. So I'll have the piece of pizza, one piece of pizza. I'll have two boneless wings because I need some protein and fat. I'm going to skip the pie because I'd rather have the beer and I'll count that as my carb. And I'll have a whole bowl of the salad for to balance out my greens. And rather than look at that and be like, that was a cheat meal. I'm off my diet. I'm never going to fit in my pants, whatever. I will be able to know that it actually fit my day. It actually fit my targets. So this, again, you need to learn that skill. I don't think anyone can really usually just do that intuitively. I think it helps to see the numbers and start learning what foods are what. knowing. Oh, blueberries are carbs, bananas also carb, but starchy vegetables are carb. And da 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 da. Like you kind of just know what to swap in and out. And that was a real example too. At the time of recording this, tomorrow, (laughs) Micah James is getting baptized and we are having pizza and boneless wings and salad and whatnot for his party because it's an easy food to feed people. Right. And we have a big uh, extended family. And I was thinking of exactly that as I was planning this. I was like, you know, this is where, again, most people would think like, oh man, and we have this this weekend, but I'm trying to lose fat. Nope. Like you can do it in an informed way. And that's not a gimmick. That's not a lie. I'm not going to eat something else and not do that. You just have to balance it out. The same thing I do with like brunch for my family. I eat cinnamon rolls. (laughs) I eat pancakes, I eat waffles. I just don't eat that all at once. It would look like a cinnamon roll with three eggs with two pieces of bacon and with a whole bunch of sauteed spinach, or I drank my greens powder before I eat that, whatever. It's balanced out. You feel better. You attain fat loss, and then you can maintain fat loss, which is most important. I know you could probably pick something that's going to make it come off faster if you're really restrictive, but you're going to be hangry. (laughs) And then where do you go from there? You know, where, especially these like fad diets where it's highly processed food, eat this out of a box and you will be good. You might see progress, but it's going to be fleeting. You can't maintain that. All right. So I'm team make the tacos fit, make the tequila fit. We're back. We're back, baby. I got to prep for, when I say prep for summer, I don't mean like prep to be in a bathing suit. I mean, prep to be able to have tequila and tacos again, because I couldn't last summer. (laughs) All right, ladies. I hope that was helpful. I know as always, it's a mile a minute and a little bit tangential here, but I hope you got the meat with it, spit out the bones and you know, all that jazz. If you need help with any of this, you can shoot me an email, Brittany at healthycatholicmoms.com, and I can point you out to the free resources. And if you're interested, the Simple Sustainable Fat Loss Program will be kicking off in April I don't know if it, but while I'm recording this, I don't know if I'll have the wait list open yet. So you can email me for that to Brittany at HealthyCatholicMoms.com to join if you know that you're going to want to be with us that round. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Next episode, we're going to talk about the best type of workout to do to get that lean, toned look. All right. More good stuff. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you then.